You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum. My name is Sophia and I'm a law student. And welcome to our radio show called A Fresh Perspective on Current Affairs. We'll be discussing what's been going on in the world and how we feel about it as young Muslims in the society. You know, where do we fit in? What's our place? And joining me are some of my beautiful learned friends who will now introduce themselves. I'm Meher, I study politics and I'll be offering up some of my opinions on the topics we have chosen. Uh, I'm Kulsum, I'm an English and journalism student and I'm excited to share my opinion too. I'm Hamna and I'm a psychology student and I'm here to listen to what my friends have to say and I'm looking forward to contributing to the conversation. Enjoy the show. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our fourth episode. Fifth. Fifth episode. (laughs) (laughs) We've Um, done so many. (laughs) Exactly. Um, We've lost track at this point, Uh but we are on the fifth episode and the second one on Brexit. Can I start again? No, I think that's really funny. Okay, okay. (laughs) Now we're keeping this in. No. But okay, our fifth episode um, on Brexit, a continuation of our previous discussion, and focusing this time on immigration, the immigration debate. Was Brexit fueled by immigration? The star of the show. The star (laughs) of the show, the highlight of my life. Um, (laughs) And um, yeah, like we're, we're again, as we're always asking, where do we fit into this? You know, Mm. is there something. Um, kind of heartbreaking, if anything, about the um, British approach to immigration, considering Mm -hmm. we're all from an immigration background. Mm -hmm. And has anything changed? Are we still exactly where we were in 1945? That is a question. I don't know why 1945 specifically. War. (laughs) But war, yeah. Yeah, It all comes back to war. (laughs) And I think uh, in a lot of the discussions I've had about Brexit with people, it really does just boil down to immigration, doesn't it? Because Mm. I think the attitude was that we we, as in the UK, mm-hmm. wanted the benefits of being in the EU, but then didn't want the people. Uh-huh. And yeah. didn't mm-hmm. want immigrants and didn't want people that sounded different or looked different or, you know, whatever it was. And that's so interesting. I mean, you know, we're in the 21st century and we're still looking at mm-hmm. the way that the skin colour that people have mm-hmm. or the way that they sound. I think so much of that is fear-mongering as well. It's like these people will come in and they will take your jobs and they will yeah. take your money. Mm-hmm. As if Guess people what? from the, the UK going us. to <laughs> Europe technically yeah. aren't doing the same thing. Yeah. The whole point is that it yeah. is an even trade. The fact yeah. that even like immigrants, immigrants, quote-unquote immigrants from Western countries are just seen as like expats or something. They have oh, yeah. a completely different yeah, term. Nobody yeah. is referring to people who move from here to anywhere else as immigrants. Uh, but exactly. I think there's an inherent sort of thought that they bring value to the places that they go to, where yes. people that come here yeah. don't bring us value mm-hmm. and they have mm-hmm. nothing to offer. If they are taking your jobs, they are clearly better at those jobs. <laughs> yes, maybe I'm you're just not qualified. Yeah. Maybe you just can't do it. And I think it's even that, you know, now it's maybe different where people are fleeing war or, you know, coming for different reasons Mm, like that. But even if you're looking at, you know, uh, after the partition of India, you know, there was a big push. After the Second World War, Mm -hmm. there was a big push for uh, people to come from South Asia and to work here. Yet it was such a hostile environment. Mm -hmm. They were literally called over here. You call people and then you're like, no, can you go back home now? You've done your job. Yes. And I think that was the whole assumption. It was like they will do their job mm. and then they will leave. Exactly. And they yeah. weren't warned at all about the kind of mm-hmm. um, the reception they'd get. Apparently, even a lot of the people in South Asia mm-hmm. um, were told, you know, oh, London, London's yes. the place to be. The streets are lined with gold, you know? They were, <laughs> they were given these. <laughs> Where is this gold? 
because someone's probably laughing having been to London and seeing the trash <laughs> and I've is. seen the gold guys <laughs> um, plastic wrappers on the ground <laughs> exactly lined with bottles of coke um, but yeah just the fact that and they came and then it's just that racial element was so prevalent yeah. and there's that quote I really like and I wish I could remember who to attribute it to you might remember Meher mm. um, it's we're here because you were there oh I do oh, I don't remember I don't remember who it but was, we will we will yeah. give you the reference in a, 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 a another episode but yeah, I do remember to say that it, yeah. I love it, that it is so because right that really boils it right yeah. down to the issue and I think mm-hmm. it, when you you can apply that anywhere because if yes. you're looking at South Asia you can apply that because there was you know mm-hmm. the empire in South Asia but then if you're looking at like Syria or like Iraq Iran mm-hmm. Afghanistan you did this you did this and now you're like uh-huh. oh boohoo people mm-hmm. are coming here and even then the heartlessness of being upset by victims of war homeless mm-hmm. people yeah. who have had their livelihoods destroyed yeah coming and living in a country in a manner that is affecting you very little yeah. exactly and going no but this is our country mm-hmm. get grip come yeah. on <laughs> exactly and i think an interesting thing is so we have this perception in the British public mm-hmm. about what an immigrant is, you know, yes. as you say, a brown person, mm-hmm. you know, oh, they're yes. coming to take our jobs, but we were asked to be here. Yeah. Maybe refugees as well. But they were also, there are actually so few refugees trying to actually get into the country. Mm-hmm. But they conflate this idea yes. of immigrant mm-hmm. with what Brexit was about. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when it came to leaving the EU, yeah. when people were throwing around the term immigration, yeah. you're basically just referring to what? People moving? Yeah. yeah. Spain, yeah. like Spanish, Polish, uh-huh. these kinds of people coming into the country and ultimately white people. Yeah. But mm. the perception that was definitely on, like intentionally um, put out there was that this immigrant was a brown person yeah. Yeah. because yeah. people see brown people like if you're living yeah. in Birmingham or Bradford yeah. <laughs> you're going to see brown people everywhere. and this was definitely contributed to by for example Nigel Farage oh, yes. I don't know if you remember there was a billboard um, mm-hmm. which was very much about Brexit and yet it was a billboard which had a picture of a long line of basically brown mm-hmm. refugees yeah. and this idea of like f- them flooding in yeah. when that's not what Brexit was mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. We've all seen hundreds and hundreds of pictures of those boats that are like mm-hmm. yeah. packed with people. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I will admit like yeah. going back to what you said about um, like immigrants that aren't necessarily like people of colour. Mm-hmm. I have kind of heard from maybe like some Polish people and stuff that it still is not particularly nice for them mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. like where they mm-hmm. are because cost of living is higher as well and yeah. mm-hmm. just job opportunities are just much harder for them in general yeah yeah mm-hmm. um so i would say there's like some shared um yeah similarities difficulties in mm-hmm. like yeah difficulties exactly mm-hmm. no that's so true and i think i mean when i say that people thought that voting for brexit meant getting rid of brown people mm-hmm. i think unfortunately some people unfortunately also thought for the brexit supporters <laughs> yeah. i think unfortunately it's not done much <laughs> yeah but also i think there probably was also a bit of an anti-Polish, anti-Romanian sentiment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Which I think, I mean... I feel like the British common. public is so scared of otherness. Yeah, They have yeah. such a fear yeah. of any other cultures or people. And no. I don't know why, maybe they feel threatened by their lack of culture. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I feel like this is, this, this is kind of like slightly off topic, but it comes into the, like, the kind of trend of our generation nowadays as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of always looking to be different yes yeah ah, um, especially when it comes to like obviously not not to hit on white people but like <laughs> white people um <laughs> <laughs> to hit on white people <laughs> um but no i just I, like on tiktok and stuff yeah. it's just kind of yes, like that yeah 
kind of needing to be a bit different mm-hmm. yeah and for what yeah. And, and i think that that of people think that that affords them some more legitimacy or or makes their struggle or what they're doing worth yeah, it definitely. almost you know mm-hmm. being in a certain minority it's, like, it's, it's a shame because it doesn't have to be like that like mm-hmm. you know it's, it but, sucks to know that we're in a world where people aren't comfortable with themselves yeah and with like being uh-huh. just like normal or whatever like definitely. everyone kind of mm-hmm. even the public here victimizing themselves it's almost like trying to commodify oppression they're trying to yeah. find yeah. a reason for them to be the exactly. victims you don't need to be oppressed to be, to be special yeah you know? that are hurting like, exactly if um, anything it just sucks even more yeah <laughs> <laughs> i like the, the that term commodification mm. of oppression yeah because i think that for me would go back to like the system that we're under you know the capitalist mm-hmm, system mm-hmm. as well where you are really just a cog in the machine yeah you know mm-hmm. and i think that no wonder people want to be different yeah no yeah. wonder people want something that sets them aside from everyone yeah. else and you know i think there's also a fear that like if we are replaced as cogs yeah we lose that value mm-hmm. and that's what immigration really is isn't it we, yeah. you're gonna take my place you're gonna take yeah. what this means to me uh-huh. mm-hmm. and all of it coming back to jobs is yes. capitalism yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah finding your own self-worth uh-huh. mm-hmm. in a job yeah yeah exactly. such a capitalist ideal mm-hmm. but i think and also an interesting thing that's just popped into my mind i guess is like the idea of the British, you know, one, not having a culture in some way <laughs> and therefore, you know, wanting this otherness or I think victimizing themselves. I think it's all coming back to colonialism as everything yeah, does. As it all in, does. <laughs> we can trace it all the way back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In the sense that they, you know, when they went to places like South Asia mm-hmm. and they just imported all these spices and clothes and culture. Yes. And also, mm-hmm. I think a sense that, you know, why are we afraid of otherness? Maybe in some, you know, psychoanalysis kind of way, they are, I don't know, in some way, there's a guilt in us or a guilt in the UK mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. what happened in colonialism. Mm-hmm. And now a That's fear, mm-hmm. like a fear of people coming and I guess doing to do us what to we them. did to them, yeah. you know? The consequences of your actions. Exactly. <laughs> I guess sometimes it, the way we say things might kind of appear as though we are like the opposition. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I think it'd be very nice to have that unification between us and like the rest mm-hmm. of the UK yeah. because yeah, I think true. breaking mm-hmm. down those barriers and kind of just speaking eye to eye and not having to kind of almost villainize or create an adversary mm-hmm. yeah. is it's the way forward when it comes to like racism because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like we're that, trying to criticize but at the same time that's not us pitting ourselves against the rest of the British yeah. public, the white oh, British yeah, public. Yeah. Exactly. It's just I think it's a learning drawing attention for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it's learning. It's like both sides have to be open to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And unfortunately in our day and age that's kind of sometimes hard to come across. Yeah. I think people get very defensive very quickly because yeah, they think definitely. it's a personal attack rather than an opportunity, like you said, to yeah. learn yeah. and to unify. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we're also coming from quite an interesting place of like it seems like yeah, we're attacking Canolianism, canol- mm-hmm. uh, you know, the British Empire, of <laughs> <laughs> cannoli. <laughs> but ultimately, we are here and we're, it's a, a very strange place to be. We're living yeah. among our oppressors, you know, yeah. quote, unquote, mm-hmm. yeah. and we're and benefiting. Second, third gen immigration. Yeah. I was just yeah. going to bring that in. I was going to pose that as a question that, you know, how does this make us feel as second or third gen? Because I yeah. think there is also, and we need to acknowledge this, a, a difference between someone moving here from Europe and then being second or third gen, someone moving here from South Asia and being second yeah, or third gen. Definitely. Because I think if you're moving here and you are white already, you can almost see, you know, people will, people see you as white and people will mm-hmm. have that inherent assumption mm-hmm. that you're mm-hmm. Scottish. That you're from here. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But then I think, you know, for us, it's like, 
I'm now people ask where you're generation. from. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm still being asked where I'm from. The thing yeah. is, we all have Scottish accents. We've yeah. all lived yeah. here yeah. our whole like, lives. I'm, we're all proud Scots, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 And it, it's not to uh-huh. say that we're, we're... I am proud of the fact that I'm Pakistani as well. Oh, and it's not that I'm not proud of that identity, but why are you assuming that when you first look at me that there's something un-Scottish? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. I think it does a lot to your mental psyche as well. Like I don't it know about does. you guys, mm. but I think for me there's been a lot of times where I've been given opportunities and I've felt undeserving, yes. even though I have so as You're much so right. of a right to that yeah. as any other young yeah. Scottish individual. Yeah. Exactly. But, but I, it feels like I'm different. Yeah. I feel yeah. so yeah. 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 And I think, unfortunately, that comes from, you know, experiences that we have when we're young, you know, even because yes, children don't have a filter, you know, children kind of <laughs> yeah, speak their mind. And I'm even remembering, like, when I was in high school, just to give you a little life story. Um, <laughs> <a> story. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember in high school, um, there was this one guy who, in like a modern studies class or something, um, would just be very vocal about, I don't know, denying the fact that I was British. That was like Whoa, a very... Really? It was, yeah, it was a really interesting... Wow. I mean, it was in the context okay. of the debate, mm. but... For example, wow. I asked him, you know, would I be considered British in your eyes? And he, even though I'm like second, third generation, yeah. and he felt like my white friend, whose mother is Polish and whose father <laughs> is American, mm. was actually more British than me. That's wow. such an interesting no point. Way. It is, isn't Oh my it? goodness. That's so misinformed as well, like it just is. on a factual level. Yeah. Untrue. And interesting. These guys are called out right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Drop his first and last name. <laughs> <laughs> that I would, that I would. But no, I just think, yeah, it's like we grew up feeling othered and therefore, yes. but that's something that we need to accept that, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. this... And I think it doesn't have see, to be. government policy doesn't really help you in that regard. No. Because if we're, I'm going to take the most obvious example and a very recent example, but of Shamima Begum. Mm-hmm. Um, and what she did, yes, was very much wrong. She was also 15 years old. So, mm-hmm. you know, a debate about, you know, what she groomed, what, what was actually happening there. But then the first thing, the, the response was literally, let's strip her of her British citizenship mm-hmm. and send her Do back to where she Do you want to talk really about what from. she did just for context? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so but Shamima Begum was, I think, 15 Mm-hmm. Um, when she left to join ISIS mm-hmm. and recently um, she's come back and she said you know it was misinformed and whether that's true or not I don't think it's part of no the that's not the yeah, I don't that's think that's what we're, what talking, we're talking about, about. The, we're talking about the response from the yes. British government yeah. why was your first thought to, and what's really interesting was the guy that did it and I forget his name I think it's South Asian because mm-hmm. he was the, the minister oh. at the time yes, for yeah. that. I, 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 it's I just know. left my brain at the moment. Mm-hmm. But mm. just deciding, you know, you don't um, deserve that. You don't deserve to be British. Let's send yeah. you back. Let's mm-hmm. make you Bangladeshi again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that begs the question, would that have happened to someone who was white? No. I think you know? definitely one of the main factors of that is probably Islamophobia. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Like... ISIS is a pressing issue, yes. according to the British yeah. government. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely. definitely, like, there's a lot of factors that play into that. Yeah, that is true. Definitely. But I think it speaks to a fear that I feel like, especially our slightly older generations had, which was the worst case scenario of, well, are they going to deport me? You yes. know, are they going to yeah. take away my, of my citizenship? Yeah, mm-hmm. because there was a sense of okay, when, our, for example, our grandparents or whatever came, that if you're getting all this hostility from the people, yeah. Where is that certainty? Where is that security yeah. Yeah. of and my family's here? for a lot here? of people, it was they didn't have somewhere to go back to. So yeah. then what? If I'm stripped why. of everything here, what yeah. happens? Because a lot of them had come for, mm. you know, 
they'd left something behind mm-hmm. them that they couldn't go back to. Yeah. And the thing is also, I, I remember talking to my grandparents about this, the fact that the Muslim, uh, the South Asian Muslim community that first came here didn't want to stay here. Do you know this whole they idea that they yeah. wanted and they, they wanted fleeing. to take? They didn't yeah. want to come yeah. here. Yeah, there's actually a, better. a whole like psychological cause. I read up about this, and uh-huh. it's like the promise of false return, yeah. and that was the first generation who came, yeah. who in their minds were going to go home and then didn't. Yeah, and, and that's so upsetting to think about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's our families. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely. And I think for me, one story that comes like straight to my mind, and I talked about this a lot as I was talking to my grandmother about it. And she said in the beginning when the Muslim community were looking for graveyard spaces to like bury people that would have died, a lot of the people were giving them, this was the elders basically looking, and a lot of people were giving them backlash. And I'm going to say it in in Punjabi what they said. They were like, Like, we didn't come here to die. Why are you doing And just that feeling so othered, feeling Mm -hmm. so much that, you know, I don't belong here and I am an immigrant. Mm -hmm. And I... I'm not gonna die here, yeah. and uh, and the thing is now we are we're living here and our families are yeah. here, and I think this is something that we'll cover in future episodes about the UK specific immigration policy. But just this sentiment that you know a lot of immigrants leave a lot behind they don't mm-hmm. come here yeah. you know with happy it's not like you know i know there's this whole idea that people are chasing the american the dream or the dream of the, the uk british yeah. dreams. <laughs> the british dream doesn't really roll off the tongue <laughs> there's um, a reason <laughs> but it, that is a really interesting point that you know um i think we need to be mindful of as well yeah 100 exactly mm-hmm. yeah definitely and i think our own attitudes to people coming now maybe um you know the way that we view even a second and third generation immigrants the way we view immigration because i think everyone has internal biases you know yeah. it would be very very stupid to assume to, that uh-huh. you know we don't none of us are yeah. innocent of that no. yeah and i think what we need to do with that is that not perpetuate it but then yes. look to like stopping yeah. it look inward look well. inward yeah. exactly look inward I mean, a good example of, I guess, the, this prejudice, um, I feel like something I've seen recently has been, I don't know, this strange dynamic of, um, like, our the first generations who came here, mm-hmm. so, like, the kind of elders of our community, mm-hmm. and a weird hostility that they actually have towards new immigrants, you know? Yeah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think we were actually discussing this in terms of Brexit, where mm, we were, like, yeah. a lot of older brown people voted for Brexit. A lot, yeah. And it was really interesting why they did that was because of really it was like we don't want other people to come and and yeah. I and it I don't think it comes from a place of hate or mm. yeah. it almost feels anything. like defensiveness. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like now that we have hard fought the, to yeah. be yeah. here, we don't want more people coming yeah. in mm. and yeah. it being so easy for them. It's almost yeah. jealousy. Yeah. It's like we fought to be here and now these people are getting in yeah. in a yeah. much. Do you reckon it's jealousy or the same fear that? Um, like British people had when first immigrants Ooh. came in, or maybe That's even it's like, oh, they're going to steal the jobs that we've been working so oh, yeah. hard uh-huh. for. And I think also the fact that a lot of the early community that came here were treated really badly. So I yeah. think that for them is also like we blood, sweat, and tears, yeah, mm-hmm. and like the racism and everything. And I don't even think that they they've internalized that. No. You know, sometimes I'll hear like my grandparents talking about things, and I I think, wow. Really tough, that sounds rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think they, they they just kind of say, "Oh, that was the time," you know. Yeah, that's the thing. They make a really, lot of really excuses yeah. for the British. They're like, "Well, yeah. we were here. We were lucky enough to be here. We, we had to lucky. put that's up an interesting with that." Mm-hmm. I remember my grand. I sat with my grand once, and she was telling me she came here 
And all she did was the knit. She didn't know anyone. Oh. And she just like sit down on the bench and just knit things on her own. That's and it's so like, cute. It makes my heart melt. Yeah. Because they didn't know anything else apart yeah. from these mm-hmm, exactly. things that they picked yeah. up from home. Well, that makes you so sympathetic to the the cause. You know, we can almost villainize our, our grandparents. I mean, <laughs> I know personally. I don't know how much it's exposing about me, but uh, I know that my grandfather voted for Brexit okay. and he gave the, re- the reason for which he did so um, was, you know, immigrants taking our jobs, oh, really? essentially, <laughs> especially, you know, maybe Eastern Europeans. And that's okay. a really interesting mm-hmm. dynamic, I guess, that we're talking about. Yeah, but we you also understand, if you look back, you know, exactly as you say, with the defensiveness, yeah. mm. that, you know, all this suffering that we've been talking about, all this mm-hmm. suffering has, um, you know, came at a massive cost for them. Yeah. And uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, it's hard to see other people, exactly as you say, like yeah. coming in so Having easily. So mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. almost like we opened the doors for them. Yeah. We, they were like... We're welcoming them, whereas they yeah, weren't welcoming. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we had this um, very like, yes, sir, kind of culture as well at the time. Yeah. Uh, we basically begged the British for these places. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. people who come are maybe yeah. acting as if yeah. it's their right to, which as yeah. it should be, as it should be. I, yeah. I do think no. it's um, important to note that people of colour and South Asians are not um, they're not innocent when it comes to racism against other oh, races. Oh, absolutely not. And I yeah. think that yeah. you see a lot of that in the older generations yeah. Yeah. when yeah. these people of other cultures are coming in and they've got some comments. Yeah, yeah. and I think, it, it, I mean, we're talking about the older generation, but yeah. if you even bring it back to even, our mm-hmm. generation, yeah, that's true. the way that some South Asians talk about other other South Asians yeah. is yeah. Wow. Di- horrifying mm-hmm. it's, it's horrific yeah um and i mean we're, just because we're third generation immigrants yes our experiences are wildly different yeah. but that doesn't if mean anything it, that should make you more sympathetic it exactly. should like it like we should learn from the past mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of work towards what gives you the right to other somebody else when you yourself know how it feels no, if right? anything Obviously. it is worse yeah. yeah yeah um and i think again one of the biggest things with immigration is people feel it when they hear accents you know when Mm. they see people that look Mm -hmm. different and i think there's almost all this push to integrate or become like assimilate that's what i'm looking for but that also means that you know as someone who's like south asian you you don't feel comfortable you know speaking your own language i mean i know i wouldn't have maybe you know a few years back spoken it out in public Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. and it's scary sometimes as well because it's not even that you're just scared it's that someone could do something to you yes someone could actively have a really Mm -hmm. bad reaction um and we've seen that countless times Mm -hmm. you know videos Mm -hmm. of people being on public transport and yeah i think you see that a lot as well in some parents naming their kids more western names or easier to pronounce names Mm. and i think that that's their own fear because they dealt with that because they were made fun of and possibly put in dangerous situations they obviously don't want that for their children yeah Mm -hmm. um i can yeah oh no i was gonna say i can relate to that Um, (laughs) 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 apparently my parents are the afraid of people you're talking about Um, or you know it even reminds me of the story of um i think i heard from a comedian i don't know if you know him his name is romesh ranganathan yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he's like a very popular british comedian and apparently his middle name is jonathan no way <laughs> and no he said way. that his oh yeah his parents felt like it would help him in school or yeah. to Give help him a white name. yeah, yeah oh, wow. but obviously his surname is ranganathan <laughs> so <it's, laughs> you'd think hamna's an easy one to pronounce but yeah apparently not. That, that is quite interesting when you look at like pronunciations because i know that 
um, I went through a bit of a phase of, you know, pronouncing my name the white way. Yeah, yeah. And I think everybody... the white way It's also me- Meher. Mihar. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's worse than I thought it was going to be. It's quite bad. Uh, yeah. It's also just the fear of standing out. Like, I think I had that a lot where it was like, I don't want to have to repeat my name. Yes, that's I'm quite a quiet yeah. person anyway, so it's like, yeah. let's just fly under yeah. the radar. I think I'm assuming all of you kind of had that phase in primary school or even high school of like trying to find where you sit culturally mm, yeah, like, maybe like a brown hate phase or like I, yeah. I think phase. everybody does go I think yeah. as much as you don't want to admit it because I don't want to admit that I had one of those but <laughs> oh, let's be honest. we did yeah and I think mm. it's living somewhere where there's you know you're surrounded by people that don't look like you mm-hmm. and you have to almost find your place in that and I think almost coming back to what we were talking in the first episode of being people that are studying degrees where there's not that many brown people there and then having to you know not wanting people to think certain things about you because of the way that you look and it's difficult to accept that that is not only in our degrees but in our fields and that will probably be for the rest of our lives and that's a really difficult thing to come to terms with because you you have to make that decision of do I leave behind certain parts of myself to like or do I stand out and then have no peers so (laughs) Um, no, I'm going to expose psychology here because um, as much as we've been taught that we need to kind of represent everyone regardless of everything, there's not much in psychology at all when it comes to people of colour. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot like when it comes to Eastern psychology, a lot of research papers do look into that. Yeah. When it comes to Western, like Glasgow mm-hmm. University, I'm going to kind of pay under this here, but there's nothing much. <laughs> no, even mental all. health research, all of it is yeah. white men who have been, you yeah. know. And then that kind of like is a white man's mental health applicable to like me Everybody's, as a woman of yeah. color you know um mm, and that's then, a story for another day that's another episode <laughs> um no definitely um and then again just coming back to brexit all of these things fueled this what i would say a very badly thought out decision on the basis of what we've been discussing is that it was on the basis of immigration Mm -hmm. i mean that's our again our opinion on this you know yeah yeah um and it is interesting that you know it it kind of always comes back to that for us yeah yeah Um, and i remember when the brexit vote happened um that night just and i don't know i was like maybe first year or second year so very young and just thinking do they really just not want us here because mm. I know that that vote was not for people. So no, but it feels almost like a first step. Is like first you're vil- villainizing yeah. immigration, closing yeah. your borders, and then the fear is the next step is looking inwards uh-huh. and thinking, well, look at these people. Yeah, let's get rid of them now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was so much like, oh goodness, like that yeah. that could happen. Mm-hmm. And to have that fear, you know, again saying like, you know, a second, third generation yeah. immigrants. That is a very interesting mm-hmm. place to be in. To, still be talking about being fearful mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it comes back to like you said with the older generation you start to understand why they had that fear then of immigration because it's almost as if they're like let's not talk about it let's not bring attention to it so that we won't be kicked out yeah Mm -hmm. let's not say anything so it doesn't come back yeah yeah and it's almost i think the fear that I think we have, I think Gotham, you'll identify with this, it's just having it in being in like, you know, politics and journalism. If I say the wrong thing, Mm -hmm. this could potentially lead to something really, really bad happening for me. And could that even mean having to go back to wherever it is I need to Mm -hmm, go back to? mm -hmm. Um, And And giving up on my career, moving (laughs) on. No, 100%. Definitely. For me, I I really want to like pave the way. Not pave the way, but I just want to like kind of contribute to what. But it is difficult because you're trying to give Mm -hmm. a voice to something 
that is a lot more than yourself but at the same time you're the only person there yeah, to do it exactly. so you have i feel a lot of responsibility but at the same time i can't speak for everybody i can't yeah. speak for the entire south asian community yeah, exactly mm-hmm. and so. it's almost i think i remember talking to uh, about this to someone it's like you know being in a field where you're not represented it's like i'm paving the way for someone else but yeah. what about yourself yeah what about mm-hmm. being comfortable yourself and that tired space? of having I'm tired to do of it always having to pave the way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i know that that probably sounds very dramatic to some people but it is difficult it is difficult sometimes having to be the only person i mean in like group discussions at university yeah. we're, we're saying yeah. like this person was extremely racist this person yeah. did not like yeah. immigrants. I yeah. know that they had an um, excellent theory or whatever it was on the side. Yeah. I can't take that away from who they were as yeah. a person. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I find because that you part- can compartmentalize and separate. It doesn't mean I can't yeah. because it's yeah. actually about me it's and actually about my me. family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it Whereas feels- to you, it's just a story. It, yeah. Whereas to you, it's just a story. Mm-hmm. It's another uh-huh. research thing. And yes. yeah. One attitude I've kind of felt from people in university is like, because they're not people of color, they feel like they can't understand what we've been through. Yeah. which is totally not untrue to like, you know sympathy exists mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's almost like sometimes and I think people are really uncomfortable being uncomfortable Yeah, and that's what yeah. it comes back down to exactly. the whole issue is people don't want to be uncomfortable yeah, yeah. but do you know what you, our presence there in these fields will make them uncomfortable but then we'll get over that we'll surpass that yeah. and this is the thing is yeah. okay Brexit might have thought that they were going to get rid of us yeah. but we are here to stay we are here yeah. and it's about unity man come exactly. on exactly and as long as we're not only you know gradually forging the way for ourselves but also being open minded to all the other immigrants who are obviously filtering into the UK um, and not being hostile and actually just you know letting them benefit from the thing that we benefited mm-hmm. so much from the reason we're here yeah and inshallah it will all it will all work out but we will have a separate episode just discussing the uk and the immigration policy in the uk and recent events surrounding that so please join us for that if you'd like to hear more of what you just heard exactly the debate is still going on but we're yeah. here to have it and um brexit sucks but we'll see where it goes <laughs> um thank you so much for listening and join us tomorrow for further insightful yep. chats. <laughs> for more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.